Hey, Seattle hockey fans, it's a game day. I'm actually in the Pacific Northwest, so I'm going to hold it down, let you know everything you need to know before your favorite Pacific Northwest hockey team hits the ice in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. That's all coming up on today's game day episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Erica L. Ayala here, your host of Locked On Kraken. Locked on Kraken is, of course, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team every single day. And today, on a game day, that means we're talking Seattle Kraken. The team is in Toronto, a familiar place to Dave Haxtell. He talked to media for 10 minutes today, which was amazing. Uh, seemed to be in, in good moods, good spirits. He was asked, obviously, about coming back to Toronto, says it's always special. He also talked about and alluded to that it was good to see the downtown area bustling again for those who are not familiar or who have tried to forget. Dave Haxel was with the Toronto Maple Leafs during kind of like the bubble seasons and COVID at its peak because, of course, the Seattle Kraken started. And, yeah, COVID definitely impacted our first game ever. We had a few players that uh, some that tested and just got cleared before the puck dropped. A few, it was a little bit of a mess, but we're here to talk about today's game. Yesterday's show, I had some thoughts, strong words, some strong thoughts, including about this ongoing conversation about Philip Grubauer. Do I think Philip Grubauer needs to be better? Yes. Do I think that his contract, the more we have struggling seasons, um, Raises some eyebrows, yes. Do I think all of the Seattle Kraken problems <laughs> are because of Philip Grubauer? Absolutely not. Not even close. And that's what the Seattle Kraken are going to have to do, is really figure out identity. Yesterday's episode, whether you were looking at the title or you kind of heard me ranting a little, it's all about figuring out out what the identity of this team is going to be. And I really appreciated Dave Haxel addressing that in some form or another. But he talked about, you know, this team has to grow its own identity, he said to media earlier today. Um, he said this team has to understand what brings us success. Part of now he was asked about a, a season two hangover and he's like, you know, is what we're seeing part of the season two hangover? He said, no, but I thought that it was really appropriate and very timely given what we've been discussing here for Dave to open up that some of the struggle has been that this team hasn't fully, as we talked about yesterday, hasn't fully embraced or even identified its identity. And he talks also about dropping games early and having to make up those points early on can be an uphill climb. 
uh, he talks about a lot of really great things. And I'm kind of giving you the notes and quotes. So I guess if you're watching on YouTube, just <laughs> invert that. I just kind of hopped into our notes and quotes here. Um, he talked a lot about everyone needing to pull their weight. He alluded to the Seattle Kraken system being simple. And we've heard Pierre, Pierre Edward Belmar, excuse me, talk about that. He talked about the, the system in Tampa versus the system in Seattle and how he felt they were similar in some ways. But the biggest difference and what excited him about coming to Seattle was that everyone is required to play at their top level every game for the Seattle system to work. He talked about being honest, and there are times where with a team like Tampa, with a system so seasoned, that it, it was a challenge sometimes to stay focused. And I know these are professional athletes. They're get pay, getting paid lots of money, but they're also humans. And I think we can all relate to a time where we know the system. We know what's expected of us. We know how we thrive best in the system. And just the monotony of that sometimes can be its own challenge. And so there's some of that that it sounds like Dave Haxtell feels his team is, is working through. It, it, was, it was interesting to hear, Dave, especially given everything that I broke down on yesterday's episode. And I appreciated what he was saying. And if you listen to yesterday's episode of Locked on Kraken, which, of course, you can listen to on the Sirius SXM app, Apple, Spotify. Let me know if I made your Spotify wrapped list um, or if any of the Locked on shows did. But, um, you know, if you listen to that show, I was kind of starting to question what needed to be done from a leadership perspective and from a coaching perspective? I've kind of been laissez-faire trying to stay hands-off and directly critiquing Dave. And I know Philadelphia fans have a very particular um, feeling about him. His comments today made me feel that at least he understands and, and not that I doubted it, but it's just, you get emotional and you're like, do they know, do they know that this is a problem? Dave, don't you, can't you see that this is a problem? You know, you're, you're emotional. And so I never wanted to come off as though I think he doesn't understand the problem. I, I really enjoy hearing Dave speak. I think he has an honest way of talking about his team without as I like to say, defying his team or throwing them under the bus. He's always going to stand up for his guys. He's maybe a little bit more positive sometimes than I want him to be, but that's a personal preference. But if you really listen to him, he has a, a very good handle on what the situation is, including he talked today about at this time in the season last year, about 20 or so games in, they had, uh, you know, 57 goals, I believe he was talking about, um, from the back end, from the defense. And that's at 50 this year. So he's talking, he talked about when the scoring overall is lower and that number on the blue line is lower. That's just something that he and his, his team are thinking about. 
it's a balancing act. But to know that they're missing projections, assuming that this is a projection of theirs, obviously he had the stats. He wasn't reading off. He, he knew these numbers. Um, so it gives me a sense that they're talking about these things. But I think also what we hear him talking about, or I don't think, what we also hear him talking about is being careful, though, about pinching. How many times have I talked about that? Ranted about that yesterday. And there's a balance that he wants his team to strike between saying, hey, you know, we're seven points lower on the defensive end than we were last year. Let's get those points. Let's get those points. Let's hop up in, in the offense versus being smart on your main assignment as a defender, which is to play defense. Um, I'm, I'm throwing in some things, but I'm reading between the lines. So as upset as I was yesterday, hearing Dave today calmed me a little. And perspective is important as well. So let's talk about, though, some of the things that I don't want to say they're worrisome for me generally speaking, but they are things that the Seattle Kraken are going to have to deal with, including more roster changes. That's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Game Time. Now, I've talked to you before. I love the Game Time app. It's something I was able to use in my last trip to the Pacific Northwest. Now, I was in Seattle. I got to catch an M's game, and a friend of mine uh came to the game with me. We got to go on the game time app, see exactly where we wanted to sit, pick those seats and be done. Uh, got an email, figured out how to get the tickets transferred over to my account, my ticket account with Ticketmaster and enjoyed the game. Game time is also great for uh, music. I got to see one of my favorite artists at the Neptune Theater. And this is all because Game Time has killer last-minute deals, all-in prices. I mentioned that you can see the view from your seat, and they have the best price guarantee. The Game Time guarantee goes as such. You'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% the difference. So download the Game Time app today, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NHL. That'll get you twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply, but don't forget use that promo code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase using the Game Time app. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks as always for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily destination. I'm here in Portland, Oregon, getting ready for the screening of Ice Queens happening at the Kennedy School McMenamins. Uh, and I'm super excited for this. I'm going to get to talk women's ice hockey. And don't forget, you can still buy tickets if you happen to be in the Portland area or you can get yourself here. Seven o'clock is when we're showing the movie. We'll have a Q&A, a conversation about women's hockey and just hockey overall in Portland and the Pacific Northwest. So I know a thing or two about women's hockey. I know a thing or two about hockey in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah, I'm super excited for tonight. And I'm very grateful for all our sponsors, including the Seattle Kraken, for putting that together. After I record this episode, I'm headed over to the sports bra uh, to catch up with owner Jenny. She's also one of the sponsors of the event tonight, but we're going to watch some women's hoops. 
I'm going to get to see the sports bra in real time in the flesh. I'm super excited for that. Back to the Seattle Kraken. We're taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I alluded to this yesterday, but, you know, this is an original six team. I know that is a big storyline for some people. Not that it's not for me, but I, I just don't. Well, whatever. They're an original six team. There's a lot of gravitas, right, that comes with them. Win or lose, hook or crook, heck or high water. They're always going to get attention. The Seattle Kraken, they have to show that they can play under the big lights of the NHL. Here's what you need to know about these two teams going head-to-head in tonight's tilt. Overall record for the Toronto Maple Leafs, 11-6-3, 25 points overall. 8, 10, and 5 for your Seattle Kraken. The home record for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're, they're over 500, 6, 4, and 0. Our away record fours across the board, 4, 4, and 4. In our last 10, we went 4, 4, and 2. They're 6, 3, and 1. So definitely momentum. And Dave Haxel doesn't believe momentum carries over from game to game. But if you did, yeah. Toronto's got the momentum. And a lot of that has to do with William Nylander. Talked about him in the offseason. Knew that was going to be a major stretch for Seattle. But uh, it was fun to talk about. Look at Nylander, leading scorer for the Maple Leafs. 27 points. Bjorkstrand and Dunn lead with 19 points each. I'm looking for big games from both of them. Uh, Ali, you know, took a high hit. Seems to be feeling okay. And uh, that's a good thing because I got to talk to you about some players who are not available. We'll get to that in a moment. PK for the Seattle Kraken, 75% clip as compared to 78.8% for the Maple Leafs on the power play. The Toronto team at a 24.2% clip. The Seattle Kraken just a touch less at 21.9%. Roster. I do think Vince Dunn, uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Jared McCann, Maddie Beneers. Dave was asked about Maddie Beneers today. Again, he does not defy his players. A lot of people talking about Maddie's slow start. Dave handled that like a consummate pro. But um, I think Maddie B is, a, is the kind of player that not only do we need him to, to be that guy, as I talked about last year, but he wants to be that guy. And he does it in a way where it's not a lot of ego. But this is um, this is what Dave said about Maddie Beneers. He talked about Maddie Beneers, even as the goals weren't coming early, that Maddie Beneers remained competitive. And this is what I've been trying to communicate, maybe not as effectively as just and succinctly as that. But Matty Beneers, yeah, he wasn't scoring goals for us. And I do think I noticed a few more mistakes than I did last year. And some of that is also because teams are playing him differently, which Dave also talked about today. But he remains competitive. He remains trying to find ways to impact the game. And I wish more Seattle Kraken players would do that. We have some, including Jaden Schwartz, who unfortunately cannot impact today's game and might be out for a little bit. 
uh, injured reserve. He's on the IR list officially. So probably gone for about a week. Dave, he always uses double negatives, which is a little confusing, but Dave thinks it's going to be a little more than day to day. So hence why he's on the IR. We mentioned Marion is up. We heard from him. Uh, he talked about, uh, well, Dave first talked about some of the injuries, meaning that it's opportunities for someone else. We saw Andrew Podorowski scoot in, uh, Marion Studenich. I think that's how you say it. I've got to work on his name. A lot of people asking if we'll see Shane Wright. I would like to see Shane sooner than later. I know I've been a little more conservative on his development, but I think it's kind of time. Between, unfortunately, a super unfortunate for Brandon Tanev or now Jaden Schwartz, um, or honestly, just knowing that we're a Seattle Kraken team that people are going to be physical with. At any given day, we might have a forward out because his, his bell got rung. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that particular topic too much. want to keep this upbeat, high-tempo, game-day ready. But at some point, we're going to have to talk about physicality. I know that every day is an OG, as you know. I'm not into open ice uh, hits when you're not going for the puck. I just I don't really need that kind of hockey in my life. There's a difference, though, between getting tossed around like a rag doll and um, kind of fighting towards the end of the game versus finding ways, maybe just by expanding the rules of hockey a little bit, to send a message loud and clear, we're not going to do this. You're not going to bully bully ball us. I said I was going to talk about it, and then I talk about it. What can I say? We'll get into that. So Jaden Schwartz out on the IR. Studenish, Marion Studenish. Podorowski up. I'd love to see Shane Wright sooner than later. We know that Burakovsky was seen skating with the team. Also today, Brandon Tanev seen skating with the team, but was reported that he was not hopping up into any of the rushes. I believe that was Jeff Baker, who I saw tweet that. Um, so I don't know if, if Piper or Allison also mentioned it, but I saw Jeff's tweet or his post on social media. Um, so some room. But yeah, Schwartz is a tough one. Dave talked about that. A lot of people also on social media talking about it. I've talked about it on the show. Jaden Schwartz has been, he, he's been that guy almost in a more quiet way, maybe because Maddie Beneers had so many eyes on him last year. And so I apologize to Jaden Schwartz. <laughs> I don't know why I just, that was like a tongue twister for me just there. I want to apologize to Jaden. I want to apologize to the fan base because I don't think I was making a big enough deal regarding how important Jaden has been for us. And now that we might not have him for a week, it's kind of like, <laughs> dang, who's going to make that up? Bjorkstrand comes to mind. I do want to see Tolvanen and Yanni Gord. Well, yes, that entire line. I'm a big fan of that line. I think they've underperformed to what their potential is so far, but I'm not worried about them per se. I think Ellie's been a little quiet as of late, so this might be a game for him. Officially on the injury report, again, Burakovsky, Tanev, and now we know Gene Schwartz. Some game notes for today. McCann, another candidate to really step up tonight. Four points in his last four games, 
dating back to November 20th versus Calgary. Those are two goals, two assists. Eberly. 26 points, 12 goals, 14 assists in 23 career games against Toronto. All right, Maple Leaf Crusher, let's go. Matty Beniers, nine points, three games, three goals, six assists in his last nine road games, dating back to October 24th in Detroit. What? Which includes recording multi-point efforts in three of the last five games that he played on the road. So maybe, maybe Matty B's a road warrior. That's how Seattle got back into it last year. And so I'm here for it. Some things also to keep an eye out. Uh, McCann recorded his 100th NHL point on November 16th, 2019 against Toronto. So, you know, he feels pretty good against this squad. I love that. I love stuff like that. Players to watch, they have listed Ty Cartier. Why the heck not give the kid the puck? He scored in each of Seattle's last two games. And if he were to score again tomorrow, it would give him or score again today, excuse me. Uh, it would give him goals in three consecutive games for the first time in his career. On the other side, I mentioned Nylander, of course, Austin Matthews. 20 games played, 14 goals, seven assists, no penalty minutes. If Matthews enters the game uh, or he enters the game as the leading goal scorer and ranked second on the team with 21 points, 14 goals are tied with fourth in the NHL. He's on pace to finish with 57 points, and that would mean that it would mark uh, the second 50-goal season of his career. Austin Matthews, a Latino, love the representation. Coming up next, I'm going to give you my keys to the game, and then I'm going to make my way to the sports bra keys to the game against the Toronto Maple Leafs for that game at Scotiabank. That's coming up on Lockdown Kraken. Right now, though, I want to let you know about our good friends at eBay Motors. We've talked about it. Your ride or die. We know what it takes to get that ride or die humming just the way you need it. And we're hoping the Seattle Kraken will get things humming. But they have to get back to passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home a winning trophy. It also keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to get the passion going. Maybe you got your LED lights, you know, all, all souped up. Your drive, you got to have good tires, have everything you need to go. Exhaust, kits, I, you know, and then the patience. All right. You need to make sure you find the right part to get your engine running the way it should. And that's not a problem with eBay Motors because with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. All the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into an MVP with eBay Motors. Keep your ride or die alive. Visit ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Sorry, Maple Leafs fans. <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Seattle Kraken, they'll hit the ice at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a little gloomy out here. You can't see. 
that's why I closed all the curtains super dark in here right now. But um, I'm feeling good about today's game. I don't really have a number to quantify it, but that's my first key to the game is just good vibes only. I mentioned it the other night. I don't think we necessarily did what I would have hoped that we did, but I said, just have fun. I want to add that to number one today. Have fun and good vibes. I want good vibes today. It's going to be Philip Grubauer and Net. I already addressed that yesterday. So good vibes. All right. Good vibes. We're sending to the Seattle Kraken and Philip Grubauer. When we look at how this Toronto team scores, we really have to look at how they play in the early part of the game. When, when they score first, they're 5-3-2. and two. When, when an opponent scores first, they are 6-3-1. and one. So they're not worried about what, what we're going to do early on. They're not worried about it. Because when they are leading after two periods, they are 7-0-1. When they're trailing after two, three, six, and oh. So we want to always win every frame. If the Seattle Kraken find themselves in a position where they're slow to start, having a good second stanza is key number two. Win the middle frame against this Toronto team. Win the middle frame. And I think that's twofold. We don't know, obviously, what Seattle's going to look like in the first period. If we look at the stats, if they're trailing after one, we're one, three, and one if we trail after one. So I want us to have a good first period. If we lead after the first, we are six, four, and one. So I would love it to be a good first period. But in the event it's not, we need to push that aside, cut it off the timeline, hope that Dave is right and momentum, not only does it not carry game to game, but that it doesn't carry period to period. Of course it does, but I digress. Let it go. Good vibes. Recollect, own the middle frame. And then, of course, thinking about closing a game. This is still an issue for the Seattle Kraken. Against a team like Toronto, you can't leave room for error late in a game. This might not be a team that has gone deep into the playoffs, but this is a skilled hockey team. We need to rise to that level. Good vibes, have fun. Own the second stanza. And respect your opponent, but respect our game even more. Close out the game, hold fast, stay true to knowing that we have enough skill where we can close out a game. So if we take a lead into the third period, I want to see us just completely annihilate Toronto in the third frame. I want us controlling possession. I want us 
Um, and this is something Oliver Bjorkstrand talked about. He talked about making sure that we're focused on puck retrievals. You're being more sharp on puck retrievals. We know there's going to be some players integrated into the lineup. And so in some ways, and Studenish talked about this, in some ways it's less, we don't talk, we don't look at the scouting report too much. We play hockey. Focus on the small things, the necessary things. Get this win. The game, as I mentioned, in Toronto at Scotiabank. I am going to be at the Ice Queens event. So I um, am going to have to watch this game on a little delay. But leave me some comments under this YouTube uh, YouTube uh, episode or on social media. Because even though I'm not going to watch it in real time, I want to know. I want to know what the vibes are. I want to know how we're feeling. I want to know what's going on. So you are my eyes and ears, Kraken fans. Remember, be kind to yourself. Be kind to one another. Hold fast. Stay true. And tonight on a game day, let's go Kraken. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL or the Locked On Sports Today show, 24-7, 365 streaming channel for you on YouTube. And if you don't listen to Locked On NHL today, make sure you listen tomorrow. Ooh, I've got some juicy women's hockey nuggets to share with you for the women's hockey spotlight until next episode. And maybe we'll see, I'll get a little bonus episode in with my reactions about your reactions. Um, either way until our next video or audio, peace out everybody. <laughs>